Hi, I'm John. I'm one of the pastors at Victory and I'm also the director of our provincial churches. At Victory, we are committed to plant churches all over the Philippines, believing that together we can disciple this nation. Hope this message inspires you to honor God and make disciples. Isaiah chapter 48, verses 12 to 16. Listen to me, O Jacob and Israel, whom I called. I am he, I am the first, and I am the last. My hand laid the foundation of the earth, and my right hand spread out the heavens. When I called to them, they stand forth together. Assemble, all of you, and listen. Who among them has declared these things? The Lord loves him, and he shall perform his purpose on Babylon, and his arm shall be against the Chaldeans. I, even I, have spoken and called him. I have brought him, and he will prosper in his ways. Draw near to me. Hear this. From the beginning, I have not spoken in secret. From the time it came to be, I have been there. And now the Lord God has sent me and His Spirit. This is the word of the Lord. Father, help us again to be a people who when you speak, we are there to listen. God, even as you speak through your word today, help us as a people to understand what it means for us to to listen. How do we live a life that listens to your word? And so God, not only that we would listen, but that we would respond. This we ask in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, praise God. Really good for us to hopefully come together and experience nearness to one another. Yeah, tama sa title ng series natin, no? Nearness. And this word nearness or this series of nearness is God assuring us that He is near us, although at times, and how many of you would agree with me, especially in times of trouble, especially at the time of pandemic, it seems like God is not here. God is not near. Seems like He's absent. Seems like whenever we call upon Him and we pray, seems like He is not answering our prayers or not, He's not even listening. Have you ever felt that? God, nakikinig ka ba sa akin? Well, the real question is, and if you were listening to the word that was being spoken a while ago, the real question is this. Are we listening to Him? Kasi minsan, ang tanong natin kay God, Lord, nakikinig ka ba? Have you ever asked that of God? Nakikinig ka ba talaga? And especially when things aren't going our way, and we have prayed, and it's already about a year and a half going to two years, this pandemic has been with us. No, ito na lang yung usapan natin, tapos meron pa tayong election na darating. Ang dami, everything seems to end. This is over and above the personal issues and concerns that we have. Since yung mga personal issues kayo. And it's but natural for us no, to ask God. God, I've been praying. God, I've been... But I don't know if you're listening. 
Well, today's text talks about this. Are we listening? Tayo ba nakikinig sa kanya? Yun yung hopefully masagot natin. What does it mean for us to listen to him? You know, for the past few weeks, we've been talking about that because of the nearness of our covenant-keeping God, we can have comfort, we can have courage, but a part of being comforted, I don't know if you will agree with me with this, no? Part of being comforted and part of having courage is to be able to receive a word from the Lord. It's to be able to hear from Him. Diba? Minsan, pag kinocomfort ka ng tao, okay naman na nandyan siya. To a certain degree, how many of you, pagka nalulungkot kayo, may tumabilang sa inyo, medyo nakakampante na kayo, diba? Pero iba pa rin after a while for them to speak words of comfort. And not just that, not just to speak words of comfort, but words of assurance. And not of that, and words of encouragement. You know what the word, of, the, the word encouragement means? And means within, or put in, encourage, so that we have courage to move forward. And so, last two weeks, we have been assuring everyone from the book of Isaiah, long time ago, in a time that it was all also... They were, they, were, they were also in crisis. This was a time when they were in times of uncertainty. They were displaced from their, their hometown. They were an exile. No? So I've given you history of their, 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 uh, the judgment that God has placed upon, him. So, upon them. So exiled sila. And ito na naman. Exile na nga kami. Medyo unsure na nga kami dito sa place namin. This is not really our home. And then war is brewing. The Persians are about to come. So yung mga tao na naman, eto na naman tayo. Kakatapos lang ng isang problema, darating na naman ng isang problema. So that is the scenario. And that when God spoke, Isaiah 40, even up to 47, and then 48 culminates, it culminates into 48. That was the scenario. Na... It's not too different from us. And so this is my hope that even as we look purely in His Word, sa Word lang tayo titingin. Pray that this will bring not just comfort, not just courage, meron na tayo yun last two weeks, but instruction. Because now, if you listen to what was spoken, there is an imperative at the beginning. He says this in verse 12, listen. It's an imperative. This word listen is a very much used word in the Hebrew text from Genesis up to Isaiah. And alam naman natin to, this is the word shama or sama. Here. And I like the new one, I, I like the word listen because in English, Although most of the time Shema is translated or Shema is translated as here, the, the thing I like with the English language is its nuance between hear and listen. So the word Shema is sometimes um, translated as hear and sometimes it's translated as listen. Medyo bias ako sa listen because in the English language, here, the word hear is more passive. Diba? Many of us hear sound waves. How many of you hear sound waves all around us? Ba? Hindi naman ibig sabihin pag narinig natin, naiintindihan natin. No? Lalo na itong pandemic. 
So, siyempre, 10 o'clock na. I-on mo na yung ano. Yung kung ano man yung ginagamit mo. iPad, iPhone, computer. Pagka-on na pagka-on mo, anong next na gagawin mo? May liligpit muna ako. So, you hear the worship, but we are not listening to what is happening or what is being spoken of during worship. Nangyari na ba sa inyo yan? Or baka ako lang, baka ako lang kasi yung guilty. Ako na yung masama, no? Hindi lang, sama, oh. Masama. <laughs> Parang okay yung play on words, no? Has that ever happened to you? Eh, preaching na, preaching. Ako si Pastor Nixon, mahaba to. <laughs> so, meron pa ako mga 20 minutes of introduction. <laughs> so, anong gagawin natin? Maghihiwa muna ako ng onion. Kasi pre-prepare ko na yung lunch. Total, nag-heavy breakfast naman ako. Kakayanin ko yung latter part. Latter five hours of his preaching. Sino yung ganun dito? Yung, may ganun eh. So, instead of being able to hear or listen, we're not able to because we're distracted. There's so much distraction in the world today. no? But the Lord said, hey, listen, it's an imperative. Let go of everything else that you're doing. Ito na lang nga. Listen. Because this period has rendered us, and minsan nagtataka ngayon tayo after ng worship, after ng ng service, and we, and we wonder, ano kayo nangyayari? Baka, ito pa, baka pag nakinig pa ako ng isang service, Ayan, mga iba dyan, talagang ilang service, kasi kiklik mo na lang eh. And then after Sunday, you still feel tired, discouraged, easily irritated, easily disturbed. Why? Because we were not listening to God. We merely heard. Pero, pagdating sa social media, grabe tayo mag-listen. Pag-gising sa umaga, grabe pala mag-gising. Pag-gising sa umaga, dukot agad sa phone. Listen agad, no? Galit agad, umagang-umaga. Bakit? Bakit in-interview ni ganyan si... Ah, ganon. Ah, daming galit agad. We're listening to those things. Kaya nagwa-wonder tayo, ba't tayo galit? Ba't tayo inis? Bakit in-unfriend natin yung matagal na natin kaibigan para sa isang taong hindi tayo kilala? Ah, ganon. Parang, parang nagpaparinig, eh, no? Pero totoo naman, hindi naman ako nagpaparinig. Pero totoo nangyayari yun. Ang dami kong narinig ganon eh. Kinalimutan ang pagkakaibigan dahil sa isang, sa isang tao, no? Worth it ba? Worth it? Hindi. Pero, we are listening to so many different things today and the last person we're listening to is God. The last thing we're listening to is going to His Word, listening, faith comes from hearing. Okay, you may private time ka with the Lord, okay yan. Pero faith comes from hearing. It's different. When the body of, when the body of believers come together, and I'll say more about that now, I'm, I'm going ahead of myself. But the question is, really, please, from now on, okay lang ba? Can, can I say this for, for all of us? From now on, tama na yung pagtatanong if God is listening. Dapat ang lagi nating tinatanong is this, are we listening? Yung pala may pinagagawa si God sa atin. And if we're in the middle of what the will of God, if we're in the middle of what God wants us to do, then the troubles become smaller than it should be. Kaya naman tayo nalalakihan sa problema is because we neglect the voice of God 
and we focus on the voice of our situation, we focus on the voice of our circumstances as voiced by our friends, our social media. Wala, nam- wala namang boses yung circumstance natin eh. Pero may mga kaibigan tayo, we'll talk about our circumstance. Ganyan ba maging kristyano? Hirap naman. Tayo naman, oo nga no. Naniwala naman agad tayo. Ganyan ba si Lord? Kaya ganito, ganyan. Ikaw naman, ay oo nga. Ikaw na yun na evangelize. Why? Because we're listening to them. We're listening to everything else except God. And so God here comes and says, listen. And not just listen. Sabi niya, listen to me. Importante ang me na yan. Sino ba yang, sino ba, when God says, listen to me, what is he saying? Who is he talking about? Are you ready to talk about Him? Now, of course, pag sinabi natin lahat, hindi tayo matatawas, let's just stay in the Scripture. Before He said, listen to me, what did He say beforehand? Kailangan pumunta tayo sa verses 9 to 11. Konti lang naman. Aatras lang tayo ng konti. Para makilala natin, who is this person talking to you? Now, in verse 9, una, many people who have le- heard and, and listened to this medyo na ano sila, na to turn off sila. Kasi ito yung phrase. For my name's sake. Grabe naman to si Lord. Bakit for His name's sake? Paano naman yung sake ko? Yan. Have you ever, pag nababasa niyo yan sa Bible, for my name's sake, hindi nyo ba naiisip, bakit si Lord for my name's sake? Bakit not for my sake? Kasi we're all centered on our needs. No? Pero what does it mean for God to say for my name's sake? Well, for one, pag sinabi ni God na for my name's sake, dapat matuwa tayo. Kasi we're trying to anthropomorphize God. Ibig sabihin, we're trying to, to use this phrase on us. Pag ang isang tao nagsabi for my own sake, ano, ang reaction natin masama. Kasi very selfish, very ano, tama? And that is who we are. That's what's in our heart. Pero hindi natin pwede assign kay God kung anong response natin sa isang tao. Kasi ibang-iba yung character ni God. And whenever God says, for my name's sake, this is what He means. Because from His name and in His name did He give His covenant to us. Did you know that? And He says this, for my name's sake, meaning because of the covenant that I've given to you, which I sealed with an oath by my name, for that sake. Yan. At pag narinig mo na yan, whoa, Pag sinabi pala ni God na for my name's sake, what he's saying is, because I place my name on a covenant of protection, on a covenant of provision, on a covenant of steadfast love with you. For that name's sake, I do what I do. Have you ever thought about it that way? No, because pag tayo, for our namesake, ang ibig natin sabihin is ano ang benefit sa atin. Ito ang question ko. With the, sino ba yung kausap na? He is the God of the universe. What possible benefit? Parang slakas yata ng boss ko. What possible benefit? Hindi ako galit ako. Magang magang mga tao nagising dito eh. No? What possible benefit can God have from us? Pag-isipan lang natin. 
Of course, we can gain benefit from others, but what possible benefit can God gain from us? Really none. And so when God says, for my name's sake, hello naman. Pag-isipan naman natin sino nagsasalita. We forget, we think, we lower him down to idols and men. And that's one of the things he is angry about here. Si Lord, medyo na-initial na- ako, galit eh. So okay na ba tayo sa for my name's sake? Who is this? Listen to me. This is the covenant keep yan, isulat mo yan. Isulat mo yan sa Bible mo. Yang me na yan is the covenant keeping God who sealed all our benefits by His name. Who sealed our, our, the best for us with His name. And he says this, for my name's sake. Whenever I ask you to listen to me, it's for my name's sake. For my name's sake, sabi pa niya, I defer my anger. Grab itong word na defer na to. This word defer is also a covenant word. It is the same root word. Actually, it is, this word defer is the root word of uh, the word spoken in Exodus chapter 34, verse 6. At the start of the year, we kept repeating that. We asked you to memorize that. It is how God introduced Himself. He said, the Lord, the Lord, abounding in love, slow, slow to anger. Deferring, the word defer means to prolong. Slow means to be long. Yan. Same. Related word. So, mapapansin mo, he is using a covenant word to describe himself. So, who is me? Who is listen to me? Listen to the one who has your best interest in mind. Listen to the one who has kept his word throughout the generation. Listen to the one who has been slow to anger, who... who allowed generations, hundreds of years of sin to pass before even punishing you and judging you. And even the judgment was so that you would come back to me. For my name's sake, I defer my anger. Yan palang preaching na. Yung me. Sabi nung iba, verse 12 palang tayo. Tandaanan na natin. Kinakabahan na kayo eh. Pero nakita niyo kagano ka rich ang mga words listen to me kasi if i told you listen to me anong unang iisipin niyo hinyo ka ba anong gagawin mo para sa akin yun ang sasagot niyo pero why do you listen because i come here with a fear of the lord every sunday studying his word asking him so that i would speak what he is saying to us today and my prayer is always this, God, may I give justice to your word. Na ito talaga yung sinasabi mo. So that the, your people would go out worshiping you and saying, grabe talaga, grabe si God. He's a covenant-keeping God. And I can be assured. You know my first statement, listen to me. For the sake of my praise, I restrain it for you. Why? Yung, yung mga praise and glory. Whenever you need, read praise and glory, ano iniisip nyo? Di ba? Mamaya sa verse 11, may glory, praise. Ano ibig sabihin yan? 
when God does something for them and even for us, it's for His praise and glory, for His weight and for praise to be spoken. Why? Because generations will come and they would need to hear what has happened. And for the sake of His praise, so that whatever is passed down to the generations after, people could hold on. And glory means weight, so that every word that is spoken in His covenant will have weight on all those who would listen. Because the word listen, as you would see later on, is not just about sama, it's not just about to listen. It's also about to respond. And there's two ways you respond. You proclaim and you obey. The word listen, the same word is used whenever, ito na lang, at home, when you go home. Basahin yung chapter 48. Whenever you see the word proclaim, look at its original language. It's sama. Because whatever we hear from the Lord Hopefully, God is saying, it will be heard through us. Missional. Kaya, for my praise and for my glory. Para pag nagsalita tayo, pag tayo na yung nagsama, nagproclaim. For His praise, diba? for His glory. Makikinig yung mga tao. Because my evidence. Yun ang ibig sabihin whenever you see, for my praise and for my glory. Kaya nga sabihin, for my praise, I restrain it for you. Ibig sabihin, I did not cut you off. Ano ibig sabihin, I did not cut you off? That word cut off is what? Di ba pagka may covenant, anong ginagawa sa Genesis? They cut an animal. What, does, what do they say when they cut an animal? May what happened to this animal happen to me if I do not fulfill my side of the covenant. And they cut the animal. And ibig sabihin nun, that we, because we have what? We have not fulfilled our side of the covenant. We should have been cut off, but for my name's sake, for my praise, and for my glory, I did not cut you off, that I may not cut you off. Galing ni Lord. Sino sa inyo nakaramdaman niyo yung pasensya ni Lord sa atin? Diba? I don't know if you have a proper estimation of the mercy of God. Every time I gising, it is a blessing. Tama ba yung why? Because that's the mercy of God that He does not cut me off as my sin deserves, yet wakes me up in the morning and uses me. Ito pa, ito pa matindi. Ang bay talaga ni God. Behold, I have refined you, but not as silver. Have you ever wondered? And you refine mo na nga kami, Lord, but not as silver. Now, of course, in Proverbs, it says, when silver is refined, it's refined seven times. It means this. God refines us, but not as silver, because if He did, we will not survive the refining fire of God. Merciful si God. Sino sa inyo yung, alam mo lang, Lord, Lord, sana hindi ito yung pagdaanan ko. Or, Lord, kasi, when God refines, so pa nagsasalita si God dito, if He wanted to cut you off, He could have cut you off. He could have refined you in such a way that you would have let go. But He says, but I've, I have refined you, but I refined you not as silver. So, ibig sabihin, even when God deals with us, listen to me, even when God deals with us through the refining fire, He considers us. 
Behold, I have refined you, but I have tried you in the furnace of affliction. Enough lang para sa'yo. The furnace of affliction. Not a silver. Kasi pag silver, patay. Yon. And then, inulit niya, for my own sake, my glory I will not give to another. You know why he said that? Because as we go on, and papasok na ulit tayo, babalik na tayo sa verse 12. Kasi, ano yung pinag-uusapan natin? Sino yung me? Nandun pa lang tayo sa word na yon. Okay? Sabi niya, I will not give my glory to another. And later on, you will see how in, even in chapters 40 to 48, even actually chapter 1 pa, pero how, how, how people would give His glory to another. Kukwento kayo, even historic document that is excavated shows archaeologically that people tend to give glory other to the God of the Bible. Krabi talaga. So kung kala mo ito lang yung nagsabi nun, may archaeological findings that speaks of that. And then he says, listen to me. Now, ito yung question ko. After talking about who God is, are we all ready to listen? Yun yung gusto kong gawin. I want us to understand who this me is. This me is the covenant-keeping God who's slow to anger, who's merciful, who afflicts us, but not as our sins deserve, so that we may be able to come out of it. And He will not let His glory be of another. Kasi ito yung nangyayari sa mga Israel. Bigyan ko na kayo ng ano, ha, tip. Ha. The Israelites and the people of old, whenever they get rescued, pag sumasarap na yung buhay nila, they, they ascribe their benefits to another God. In Babylon, the God there is Marduk. They ascribe that to that God. So si God parang, ano ba kayo? Yan. Listen to me. Don't listen to, to them. Don't listen to those things. Listen to me. Kaya nga sinabi niya, Oh Jacob and Israel, whom I call, he called them by name. Who among you, you know, God knows you by name. You're not just a face in the crowd. God knows us by name. He calls us by name. I am He. Itong word na I am He is the same as the Yahweh I am. The self-existent God. I don't depend on anyone else. I am the first and the last. Sabi niya, listen to me. You know why? Because I know the end from the beginning. I'm the eternal one. I am the all-powerful one. Yun ang sinasabi niya. In fact, sabi pa niya to. Ito ang galing. Oh. Sabi niya. My hand laid the foundation of the earth. Sabi niya, I'm the creator. And my right hand spread out the heavens. Listen to this. When I call them, they stand forth. To get, sabi niya, buti pa ang mga bato. Buti pa ang mga asteroids. Buti pa ang mga planets and stars. When I call they stand in attention. They stand together. Yun yung ibig sabihin. His power is over all creation in general. However, ito yung matindi. He's not only the God of all creation. Sabi niya, all creation. Sabi niya, ang, ang makukulit lang talaga yung tao. Kasi all creations obey me. They stand together. And that's why in the very next verse, ano sabi niya? 
Israel, my people, assemble. So, sino nakakaalam na ang Hollywood gaya-gaya sa Bible? Okay? Many people today listen to Hollywood. What, what diba? We try to apply Hollywood's lifestyle to us. Eh, yung Hollywood, gaya-gaya sa atin eh, except for the moral uprightness. Pero yung mga words, assemble! Yan, yeah, no? Bakit na sinabi from, ano sabi niya? Even creation, creation stands together. Assemble! Ibig sabihin kasi, tinatawag niya yung mga tao, hindi nag assemble kung saan-saan pumupunta. They go to Marduk, they go to other temples, they go to idols. Kaya ang sabi niya, Assemble, all of you, and listen. Tatlong beses sinabi yung listen. Listen in verse 12, listen in verse 14, and listen in verse 16. That's the theme of this passage of Scripture. To listen. Listen and respond. Because if you do not respond, you have not listened. Yan ang ibig sabihin. Most people say, alam ko na narinig ko na yan. Last week, narinig ko na sinabi ni Pastor Covenant Keeping God. Narinig ko na Really? Okay, kung talagang narinig mo, if you really listen that God is a covenant-keeping God, if you really listen, no? Many people think, alam ko na, sinabi na ni Pastor, really? So why are we responding a certain way? Why are we still afraid? Why are we still full of fear? I'm not saying not to have concerns in our heart, but how, how is it that we are still you know, still in anxiety. Have we really listened? Who are we really listening to? And sabi niya, assemble. Now, bakit kailangan sabihin ng assemble? Because first of all, the people were scattered, listening to every voices out there. And you know what he's saying? If you want to really hear from me, come together as a body of believer. That's why every Sunday, that's why every day in victory groups, nakasingit tayo. Ano sinasabi natin? Assemble. Because iba, pag sama-sama kayong nakikinig. Napansin nyo, dito, alam ko yung iba sa inyo, medyo baka nakatulog na, di ba? Pero, you know, being together, iba yung feeling. Iba yung attention. Di ba? Pag nag-agree yung isa, oo nga, no? May dynamics ang assembling together. God, ever since the beginning, when He has something significant to say to His people, yes, it is good to have our own time with God. We should study the Word of God. We should have our own devotions. But God, there is always a place. And in the pattern of biblical history to the pattern of church history, it's always been gather and then scatter. That's the how the body of Christ breathes. How do you breathe? Inhale, exhale. Inhale, patay. Inhale. We gather and then we scatter. We gather and then we scatter. And when we assemble, we hear from the Lord. We, we are saying, Oh, yung pinapakinggan mo itong week. Yung, yung Jario Turiso sabi, wala na palang Jario ngayon. Meron pa ba siya? Sino may Jario? Siguro yung iba sa inyo, Jario. Baka kayo may Jario. Diba? Yung pinapakinggan yung social media, assemble, dito ka muna. Yung pinapakinggan mo, kaibigan mo, alika, dito ka muna. Yung pinapakinggan mong feng shui master, 
Kasi wala namang mawawala eh. Nakinig ako sa Feng Shui Master. Di ba? Nakinig ako sa Word ni Lord. Nakinig ako sa Eastern... Di ba? Lahat yan pwede. Chapsui, parang Chinese. Chapsui lang natin lahat yan. Ang sabi ni God, no, 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 no. Assemble. Come here. Assemble. Gather together. So first of all, I want you to know, the first listen, in verse 12, means listen to me. Listen to me for I am a covenant-keeping God. Why do we listen to Him? Because whatever, listen to me, whatever happens in our circumstance, we should always look to His covenant. Do we look to culture or covenant? Do we look to circumstance or covenant? Dapat covenant. So why do, an instruction, listen to me. Listen to Him because He's a covenant-keeping God. Second, listen. How do we listen? Sabi niya, listen to me. And then how do we listen? Listen together. Sino sa inyo pagka after ng service, magandang may pinaprocess nyo rin? Kinakausap. At hindi kung sino-sino yung kinakausap nyo. Kinakausap nyo the people of God. Listen to God. Listen to a covenant-keeping God. And listen to the covenant-keeping God with His covenant people. Don't listen to Him in isolation. Assemble. Sabi niya, whom among you have declared these things? Etong dem na to, he was referring to idols. In fact, if you have your Bibles now, if you have, I'm sure you have your Bibles with you. In verse 5, no? Yang dem na yan. In other translation, who among the idols has declared these things? And in verse 5, it says, I declared them to you from old, before they came to pass, I announced them to you. Lest you should say, my idols did them, my carved image and my metal image commanded them. You know what he was saying? Many people, ito sinasabi ni God, you think it is the idols who says it, but who among your idols have said, have declared them from old? Meaning ganito, when this, listen to me ah, when this prophecy was written, it was written 150 years ago. One, oh, sige na, 120 to 200, 127 to 201 years ago, yun yung range. So, 150 na lang. Baka kasi, di naman accurate. O oh, sige na, kung ano man yung range, kung anong historian ka, pwedeng 127, pwedeng 201. Depende sa math mo. Alright? Depende sa year na, ano, mga findings or sinong scholar ang titignan mo. So, okay na tayo doon. Baka sabihin nyo kasi, di naman ito. Relax lang. Diba? Maraming scholars yan. Mag-usap-usap na lang sila. So about 100, round about 150 years. Sabi niya, who among the idols have said something in the past and it came to pass now? None. He said, assemble. Who among these idols declared? Ito sinasabi niya, I am proving to you now that my words stand true because I know the end from the beginning. In fact, history would corroborate this. History would corroborate what, what, what Isaiah was saying since Isaiah chapter 13, notes yun na lang, basahin yung mamaya, chapter 13 verse 17, he was already talking about someone who will save, who will rescue. 
In fact, sabi niya dito, if you read 48, sabi niya, I'm doing a new thing. I'm going to do something I've never done before. You know why? Because usually, when God would rescue Israel, He would rescue Israel from within. He would raise up someone from within. But this time, He will say, I will have someone in Isaiah chapter 41. Ang dami ko lang scripture. But sabi niya, I will raise someone from outside. And that is King Cyrus. And if you would read the Cyprus cylinder, which was excavated, it's a, it's a writing on, on a cylinder form, broken into pieces. And that extra-biblical material, written at the time this was happening, ang sabi, Isaiah was written way before, and what is being written there has been written way before. And ang sabi niya, see, ang hirap intindihin nito, if you do not have all of what we have now, no, grabe yung science, no? Science just helps us discover what the Bible is already saying. The Bible is saying, all this time, I am God, and I'm the first and the last. Alam ko na yan. So, recently, nag-excavate sila, yun nga, eto pa. Yung nakasulat mismo sa Cyprus uh, cylinder is this. That the people at that time when that was happening, when Persia was about to overtake, and oh, no, 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 when it's the Cyprus Chronicles, so someone, a historian who knows Cyprus, so Cy- Cy- Cyprus, Cyprus country, Cyrus was coming in and they overrun Babylon and they say Babylon cannot be overrun. It was so powerful. But the Medes, with the leadership of Darius, alam niya, nasa Bible yan, Daniel, basahin niyo, and Ezra and Nehemiah, doon yung makikita si Darius and Cyrus, Si Darius, okay, malito kay Cyrus at kay Darius. Darius, the Medes, Cyprus is the Persian. And they combined. Tsaka natin pagkwentuhan outside of the preaching, masyado mahaba yung history. And so, Cyrus came. Alam mo ano sabi ng mga tao when Cyrus won against uh, the, the Babylonians? Sabi niya ito. It is because Marduk, which is the god of the Babylonians, have fallen out has, has a falling out with the king of Babylon. And so he sought out somewhere and went at the side. Ito yung words. At the side of Cyrus. And so that's Cyrus one. Kayo ulit napunta yung glory? Kay Marduk. There is literally, listen to me, literally a document that writes that. Kaya ano sinasabi ni God? Bago nasulat yon. Ano sinasabi ni God? Bago nasulat yon. I will not give my glory to another. For I am the covenant-keeping God. Even Cyrus. Do you think the planets are the only thing that calls, that, that beckons at my, my uh, that, that follows or, or obeys when I command? No, even Cyrus. I may be the God of creation in general, and his, but I'm also the God of history and particularity. So he's not just the God who's general, who could control. He's also the God who can come in history and control. Kala mo stars lang ang kaya kong to stand together. Cyrus is my anointed. He is my shepherd. He is, even, ito pa nga eh. The Lord loves him. Daming ano yan, debate yan. Paano mamahalin ni Lord si Cyrus? Cyrus is a evil king. He's a pagan king. But here, he is called, the Lord loves him. There are many things, sabi ng iba, maybe because 
God loves all the creation in, ano, pero this love is the word cares for Him. Parang ang hirap i-assign na yung love na binibigay niya sa Israel is the same love na binibigay niya kay Cyrus. Many people, even Timothy, even Jonathan, all of those names are theophoric names. Meaning, sometimes, pinapangalan mo, di ba, ang isang tao, kunyari, pinangalan mo isang tao, Jaira, si Jehovah Jaira, di ba? You name a person as a derivative of the name of God to invoke the character of God in the life of that person. Of course, Cyrus is the type of Jesus. He's the shepherd in verse 41. He's the anointed in verse 45. And now he is love, really a precursor of what Jesus will do. Pero grabe ito pag pinag-aralan nyo. Ito ah, ito masasabi ko. If you are an unbeliever, if you are an unbeliever and you start reading Isaiah and you really be a student of history, you would see that there is a God who knows the end from the beginning, who is the first and the last, and He says, I am He. And for my name's sake, or for my praise, and for my glory, that I will give to no other. So bago sinulat yung Cyrus Chronicles na yan, cylinder na yan, sinabi na ni Lord lahat. And that was how the Lord was proving, listen to me, to a generation of Israelites who did not see the Red Sea open, who did not see the Jordan. No. They only heard stories and then God is saying, now I am doing a new thing. I'm going to do something now that I did not do before. And now I'm going to send Cyrus, who you think we cannot control, who's so powerful, but he will be my instrument. He will perform. Huh? He will perform my purpose. His arm shall be against the Chaldeans. What is Cyrus in the hands of God? An instrument, just like the planets. So why do we listen to God? He's a covenant-keeping God. And He's a God who is in control. So covenant-keeping God na siya, mahal na tayo, He is in control pa. He's in control, not just of the heavens and the earth, not just of the planets, he is in control of even Cyrus, the most powerful man at that time. Grabe, no? And archaeology supports it. Yun yung tinatry niya. So, you have to understand kung paano niya kinakausap yung mga tao at that time. Biro mo, yung after generation, di mo nakilala, puro storya na lang. Tapos sabi niya, when I'm about to rescue you, I'm going to do something so different, different from what I've done from, for your forefathers and watch me. And I've said this even before anyone, not even the idols that you try to worship, not even the idols. So tingin mo, yung mga taong pinakikinggan mo ngayon, yung mga, may mga plataforma dyan, sila yung pakikinggan natin. No, sabi niya, even before any one of them uttered the word, I have uttered my word and I can use any one of them as my instrument. And he says this, I, even I, have spoken. So he's a speaking God. Ulitin ko. When we go out here, what do we do? We don't ask if he's listening. We should ask, are we listening? Lord, may ginagawa. Hindi ka naman nakikinig. Nagpapray ako tungkol sa ganitong kandidato, tungkol sa ganyan. Hindi, makinig ka kay Lord. Ano ba dapat ang ginagawa mo ngayon? Should you be preaching, the, should you be proclaiming, which is what we said later, in verse 17 to 19. Should you proclaim? Ang dami. Dapat yung palagi nagawa natin, imbis na magalit lang at magreklamo. 
I, even I, have spoken and called him. That's Cyrus again. I have brought him and he will prosper in his way. Ibig sabihin, whomever I will use as an instrument, he will prosper. Because again, I am the God. Why do we listen to him? Because he's a covenant-keeping God. Please don't say na he's for us, ah. Oh, covenant keeping, he's for us. No, he's for his covenant. The question is, are we for him? His covenant, he's in control. Are you ready to listen to God? Are we all ready to listen to him? How do we listen to him, of course? Through his word. Verse 16. Draw near to him and hear this. Sa ibang version, draw near to him and listen. Ang nakasulat. Puro listen, listen, listen. Dito hear this naman. Draw near to him. As I end with this verse, he says this, draw near to me. Why is he saying that? Because he's already a God who is near. The question is, are we drawing near to us? to Him? Are we, are we drawing ourselves to Him? To him? Are we going to Him? Kasi siya, nag-draw near naman siya. He is already near. In fact, all of this is a proof that He is near. And he, what He's saying is, do not just assemble. Kasi pwede ka mag How many of you know, even sa preaching na ganito, sa assemble, assembly na to, minsan di tayo nakikinig eh. Minsan, sabi niya, Pag, pag may ganitong word, may, may ano, draw near to Him. Ibig sabihin, it's an active disposition. Dapat active verb. Drawing near. Hindi yung parang, ay, hindi masyado nakakatawa today. Hindi ako masyado makikinig. Ay, hindi ako masyadong interested. Ay, kasi Isaiah, nahihirap intindihin eh. Sino sa inyo may mga ganun kayo reason minsan? Makikinig lang ako pag ganito. Ay, hindi ako masyadong na-bless sa worship kanina. So, hindi ako masyadong parang na-prepare. May ganun ba minsan? Ano sabi dito? Draw, draw near. Set things aside. Listen to me. Listen to the God who is a covenant-keeping God. Listen to God who is in control. Listen to a God who is near you. Listen to me. Nearness, listen to me. Nearness is a gift. God gives his, he, it's a gift to us, but closeness is a choice. Do we choose? What do we choose? Do we choose whatever it is today? Do we choose our problems? Or do we choose to be, to draw near to Him? Question, but di ko parang naririnig si Lord. Nagsasalita siya. Sabi nga niya, oh, from the beginning, I have not spoken in secret. Ibig sabihin, dati pa, it is no secret. I have spoken. Hebrews 1 says, In the past, I spoke to the prophet. In this last day, I spoke to my son, Jesus Christ. I have not spoken. At the time it came to be, I have been there. Ibig sabihin niya, no? From the time it came to be, whenever I fulfill my word, I have been there. Ano ibig sabihin niya? Andyan na ako. Draw near to me. Because I have given myself my nearness as a gift. He wants the nearness of you. I don't care about the situation. I don't care about what's happening right now. 
For now, as I listen to your word, I want to draw near to you. It's not the lights that excites me. It's not just the dynamism that excites me. It's you. And as we close, we are going to celebrate and remember what Christ did and because of what He did, we can draw near to the throne of of grace every day. I think it's but fitting to worship the God who does things for His namesake, for His praise, and for His glory who He will not give to another. Who knows the beginning from the end. Who is in control of history. And listen to me. The God, listen to me, the God who is in control of history entered history. Now, when Jesus came, He was not just over history. He said, I will go in history and suffer with all of you so that you may be, me may be freed and forgiven for our sins and experience the true nearness to God. Lord, we come before you today and even as we take communion, let a miracle happen in our hearts. A nearness that maybe we have never felt before and no amount of emotionalism could could ever produce but it's simply because you have chosen and you have the desire to be near us and I pray that all of us may have an experience of that Lord even as we break bread together may we experience your nearness even when you've never been really far away and thank you for your son Jesus Christ who made that nearness possible for us. We worship you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us. You can visit victory.org.ph to find a church, join the Victory Group, and give online. Thank you for partnering with us in discipling the city, the nation, and the world through your generosity. For more messages like this, you can subscribe to this podcast through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to podcasts.